0: You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your Joyologist. On this podcast, I often have guests and we go into the journey of their lives, not just talking about their Talking points <laughs> and their most shiny moments. You may not know, but I get people pitching me all the time. That's I guess how most podcasts work. So people send me, this person would be great on your podcast. Here's what they can talk about, and it's like a bullet list of five things on like how you can do this, how can you blah blah blah. Your guests likely want to learn this, um, and that's great. And there's lots of podcasts out there, and I never. Um, book guests by those things. <laughs> I only sometimes I will be like, oh, that person that did that or wrote that book. Wow, they must be interesting. Um, but I mostly book guests because I'm interested in their journey and their story and sharing with you that. Not everybody, uh, like, we don't all have it all figured out. Even people that are out there doing things that are like, listen to me, read my book, this, that everybody has hardships. They make, you know, lots of different turns before they get to the thing. They do the thing and then decide maybe they want to do something else. Basically, the point is, whether I have a guest or whether it's me talking to you, I hope that you are able to show yourself some compassion, stop being so hard on yourself. And also to see, huh, I could make a change today. I could make a different choice today. I could claim more of what I want to feel to be to do in my life today, that you're not too late, or you're too young or too old, or there isn't like you need to do all of these bajillion steps for first. So um, that's just a just a few of the reasons why I do this podcast. Um, All right, so today, uh, (laughs) OMG, USP, that's what my daughter, Arrow, who is four, well, four and a half, as she'll tell you, she's getting closer to five, she always says, OMG, and it's really cute, but sometimes she also says, OMG, (laughs) USP. And it makes me laugh so hard. And I asked her this weekend, like, what is what is what does that mean, sweetie? Like, and she was like, oh, my gosh. Well, so she got like that part when she said gosh. Um, And I was like, yeah. And I was like, so what's USP? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I just love that so much. But OMG, USP, I'm taking arrows thing. My book comes out in one month from me recording this episode. I'm recording this on April 11th. My book comes out May 10th. F the shoulds, do the wants, get clear on who you are, what you want, and why you want it. And wow, what a journey it has been. And I'm so excited. If you haven't yet, Go to com. You can order the book from any retailer. You don't have to go there. But if you go to com, it gives you easy access to claim pre-order bonuses. Pre-orders are so important. So if you know like, yeah, I definitely am going to want to read this book, please go ahead and pre-order it. And then as a thank you, you'll get five bonus videos immediately you'll get access to the live virtual workshop slash party. That's May 17th, a week after the book comes out, and you're going to get an exclusive tapping meditation from Jessica Ortner. So please go order the book, go claim your bonuses, and OMG, USP, it's happening. Writing a book is a very long process, especially if you go the traditional publishing route, meaning you don't self-publish. You can self-publish and you know, you could put it out today if you want, whatever you wrote. Um, both are, you know, I have respect for anybody that publishes anything <laughs> in any way. But yeah, it's been such a long journey. And so it's interesting that now that it's getting closer, um, and I'm just so excited. And of course, I have no idea how this book will do in the world. You know, of course, I want it to be a New York's Times bestseller and to be in bookshelves or in shelves everywhere when I walk into any store and w- on beyond end caps of target. Uh, and I don't know, honestly, I'm a first time author. Um, and, uh, I don't have like the biggest platform. I'm trying my hardest to get the book out there and get the messages out there and be like, trust me, you want to read this book to people that have bigger followings to share it and to you all and anybody following me anywhere. And but, you know, like, yeah, the world is saturated. People are putting out books every week. And so while I am like, but I'm different and my book is more amazing. No, it's not more amazing. I don't believe my book is more amazing than anybody else's. I do think there's even people coming out with similar books, you know, not similar. But of course, similar topics like in this book, I'm giving you like lots of tools and information and really going deep into the ways that we don't trust ourselves, that we don't show ourselves compassion, the way that we're always looking outside of ourselves for feedback for, not just feedback, we're just always often looking outside of ourselves and feeling like, what do other people think of me without thinking about it? And a lot of our choices, daily, big and small, have more to do with what we want other people to think about us than getting clear on, hey, what do I actually want? Why am I doing this? Um, so it's not just about like you doing what you want, and F everybody else it is really getting clear on what you're doing and why so that no matter what you're doing you can show up authentically you can actually be present that when you're like why did I say yes to this I shouldn't be here then you can be like okay why did I say yes right so I wanted to support my friend and I'm here I know right now I'm feeling tired. Okay, so I am. So maybe I'll let myself leave after 20 minutes. There's so many different varieties of things in this book. And I love that I got to tell so many personal stories um, that are very vulnerable. Uh, and also some of them I think are very funny. That, you know, big life lessons were learned in these like, oh my gosh, that's what happened. That I had to learn that lesson. Um, but I do find them funny. <laughs> uh Uh, anyway people have similar messages about you know trusting yourself on following what you want on self-compassion on all sorts of different things and I don't think it's like I'm competing with any other author any other book like if anything it's like oh complimentary like how cool that there's so many people coming out with books about hey trust yourself right now hey this is your life hey, come back to you. Um, so anyway, it's like I'm not in competition, but of course I want my book to do well and I don't, you know, know what's uh, what's gonna happen and um, so many people work so hard to do the thing, to write the book, to put out the music, to, you know, whatever it is, the projects and not all of them go as far as, as others and it doesn't even have to do with like the quality of the content or, right, especially working in music, I saw all the time these super talented people uh, that would be opening acts or like a local artist somewhere. They were so talented and they even would be working really hard. And I mean, even well known musicians that I knew that were super talented, but maybe their careers didn't take off like other people's. But I saw that they had the talent. Like, so knowing, like you just really don't know. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that you're not good enough or what you're not you're doing is not good enough, that some things take off more than others. And sure, there could be connection. There could be money. You know, I'm not paying for PR. There are a lot of authors that are paying for PR, then that gets their book talked about more. And that's awesome. I currently don't have the budget to do that. So do you want to be my PR? (laughs) No, but seriously. If you pre-order the book and even just sharing about it to your friends, uh, you can go on Goodreads and mark it as a book you want to read if you're on Goodreads, you know, sharing it on social media. So you do, you can spread the message and be my ground roots PR and I would really appreciate that because I of course really believe in what's in the book and how I hope it's really going to powerfully shift your thoughts about yourself and and your life and I can't wait for you to read it and for me and to tell me <laughs> if it is doing that for you <laughs> tell me I think I did a great job of writing this book let me know how it resonates so I can't wait to hear from you so oh my gosh omg one month oh <sighs> such a big deal and I also am kind of making sure every day to bring myself back in the like wow this is really happening until to be excited about it when I get sucked up into the business aspect of oh I need I need to be booked on more things or this or what or how many like what are these things and to just go into oh my gosh my book that I put my entire heart and so like poured so much into is going to be out in the world and sure I don't know how much it's gonna sell but like let me just getting back to thinking about the one person who reads this book and it shifts something big in them and how they see themselves in their lives. So reminding you to come back to that like the present moment, being allowing yourself to be excited when it can get like, oh, but this and what about this and what about this? Be proud of yourself. Um, I also wanted to talk about this seems like I keep asking myself, is that true? A month, no, not a month, a year ago. So we're April, 2022. April of 2021, where I was in my life. So the manuscript, basically the entire book, what I was writing was due to my publisher on May 1st. It feels like writing a book takes so long that I'm even like, was that just May 1st? of last year or was that two years ago no it was last year and so in my mind i mean i was putting a lot of that was still like my youngest wasn't in school from covid stuff being shut down my oldest was going to like a couple hours a day of tk and then it was also virtual and um their dad and i were like splitting child care so i would work like every you know i, I think i worked like two days I would work like Tuesday Thursdays and Saturdays were like my days to work and I would often go away on those days to write because working at home was hard so or I would only go away for like one or two one or two days of the week Um, and I also was able to get away for a couple days here and there sometimes and just stay at a friend's house to have like my own little writing retreat And during those times, I discovered this area that I fell in love with. And I was like, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if I could live here one day and I passed by some preschool and I took a picture of the sign and I was just thinking someday. But where I was at financially also because I was all of my work hours were pretty much going to writing the book Um, and I got an advance but not a huge one. And you also get those advance payments like split up <laughs> over the course of writing a book, which ends up being like end up being published, which ends up being like three years. So anyway, I wasn't really making much money, and I was like, the, my focus is writing this book. And then I found out that my daughter, older daughter, would be starting then kindergarten the following year, and that the school, school district we were in only had like half days, and it was going to be in the like afternoon which was so confusing to me. Like she would be going to kindergarten from like 1230 to 330 or something. And I was just like, what? And so then what? So then I was just like, what am I going to do with Arrow? And then this, and it just was like so confusing in my mind. And I was like, I wonder that town that I, you know, just fell in love with what their school kindergarten is like. Oh, they have full days. And something shifted in me. And then I was like, I don't know how the heck I'm going to do it. But I'm going to move to that area and finding places to rent was so hard everywhere and to buy that was like also homes were like you know going for so much more and stuff Um, their dad and I had already been like not together for at least six months or more than that maybe even a year but I still like I had moved I was in the guest bedroom and like I said we were sort of like splitting duties and still living as a family but like separately sort of anyway I was like Uh, this is where I want to live. And the kids would go here. Let me see about that preschool I saw months ago and took a picture of yep, they have a spot. Well, I actually asked around first on that group's Facebook to see about other preschools and none of the other ones like even had availability. But I ended up, uh, that place that I had walked by and took a picture, ended up being the one that I reserved a spot for. So in like April, (laughs) I paid a deposit, which was such a big deal because again, I didn't have very much money coming in, paid a deposit for her to start preschool the following August and I had, didn't have a place to live <laughs> and I was just like, I'm doing this and I was like, as soon as I turn in my manuscript on May 1st, I got to get into money making mode and I had a goal. I was like, I'm going to, I need to make this much money during the month of May to make this happen and again I was like I don't know how I'm going to do this (laughs) and I was so committed and I just saw so much that's where I want to live that's where I want to send the girls to school you know Zia was going to be going to the local school which is an amazing like public school gold ribbon or blue ribbon or something and so then it would be free I already have arrows spot reserved we are doing this and I, it's just shocking to think to where I was a year ago at this day that I was just starting to come into this like, yes, not even I can do this, but I'm doing this and like really starting to fully see, And you know, I had done some like money mindset stuff in the past and, you know, of course there's manifestation talk, there's all different things and I've been called someone who was like, you know, my friend Mona Tavakoli calls me sister manifester. Like, so people very much told me like this, but I was like, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what you're talking about manifest. Like, I just, you know, believe I'm doing something and then I do it. But this one felt so much different because of now having kids taking on a journey and a financial thing and like, I'm doing this. I don't know how I'm going to be moving out on my own again. I'm going to be doubling my expense, not even doubling way more, my expenses of paying my own rent and bills and all of those things. And then, yeah, choosing to be like, all right, even though we were separated to be fully into living single mom life that way. Um, And uh, the shifts that happen in that month and the following month to just being fully on board to like, this is what I want and making it happen. And yeah, the month of May came and I did hit the goal of the money that I wanted to make. And it was like easy, like these opportunities came to me like immediately, like the first week of May, people are like, oh, can you help me with this? Hey, I'd love to sponsor your podcast, like it was i mean i did some of them you know one clients came to me like hey i would love to work with you one-on-one and i was like oh my gosh yes in may is when i'll finally be opening up one-on-one spots again which by the way i have one-on-one coaching available now uh send me a dm or an email if you want to work one-on-one with me um anyway so just like all of these things happen and i was like wow i mean i don't know for sure But people talk about how when you get fully on board, like this is what's happening and this is what I'm doing and not doubt it or fear it. Like I didn't, I really didn't doubt when I made that choice. And when after I made like, I was just like, this is what's happening and I'm going to be able to move here and I'm going to be able to afford that rent and I'm going to find a place even though it's so hard. And the things that happen, I think I wrote, I did, I've. I will link to another podcast episode talking about like getting the place and all the synchronicities that happen, the place that I'm at now, but just wow, wow, what happened in that, in those next months, a year ago from today. But even leading – so, or maybe it even was. That's also – once I finally then realized, okay, this is what I'm doing and I'm moving out and I'm going to like sort of start this next chapter of my life with the kids and in this different area and stuff, a part of me really wanted it right now. Like I don't want to be living here anymore and I don't want to be living in the same house with you and I don't want like – So I was so excited for that, knowing that it was probably going to take a couple months to happen, um, especially like Zia was, again, still in school. Like, I wasn't going to be ready. I wanted to move in July, but was going to prepare to move earlier if I had to take something since there was just not very many rentals. So it was like this itchiness inside of me. And so every day I would be like, what is it that I'm craving? Like, I'm craving space. I'm craving, you know, like, I can't wait to be able to walk places. Like, what are the things? Like, I'm so excited for this life I'm creating that's going to be here. What will that feel like when I'm there? What are the things I'm excited about it? And so then, even though I couldn't have that now and I didn't even know when it was going to happen, I was hoping really, and I was really, not just hoping, putting actions in, right, to make it happen for July, but a lot was not up to me. I had to find somebody to say yes to renting to me, Um And, uh, and choosing me over the dozens of other people that were applying. But again, so I was like, how can I, what is it that I'm like, can't wait? And what is the feelings that I'm chasing after that I, that I want one that, that I think that I will have once I move there. And so then like spaciousness. So I started, I was like, what can I do to create more space in my life? I started taking a lot more walks. Uh, I moved things around the furniture around in the like bedroom that I had claimed to feel more spacious. I, um, I just added, I was like, what are small things that can support me to feel this way that I imagine I'm going to feel once I move to that place or just move out of this house and move out of this town um, that I no longer wanted to be in. And so that's what I'm hoping for you to take away mainly from this episode, besides ordering my book at the shoulds do the <laughs> um, is to think about, is there something that you're wishing would be different in your life? Maybe it's like, oh, I'm applying for a different job or I want this. I wish I was in a relationship. I wish I wasn't in this relationship. <laughs> I wish though, you know, like where do you find yourself wishing things were different and wanting things to be different in your life? And then see like, well, what is that feeling that I imagine that it'll give me? Calm, ease, peace, freedom. You know, I, I'm craving the spaciousness, like I said that I was. I wanna, so then seeing what is something small that I can do in my daily life right now. Things haven't changed yet. And maybe they won't even, you know. Because again, they might be circumstances you can't change or are things you got to get geared up to do. Like, sure, you want to quit, get a new job, but that takes people saying yes to you. So what do you think you're going to feel in that new job? What do you want to feel in that new job? I want to feel seen and whatever. So what can I do on a daily basis to help me get those feelings now? That's what I'm hoping you get from this episode. Starting to pay attention to these things that you want to be different in your life. And even if you can't have them right now, because we can't always have what we want. Oh, I say this quote, like in the book, you can't always have what you want, but you can like allow yourself to, I'm trying to find it now in the book, when i (laughs) you can't always have, oh, I found it. You can't always have what you want in this moment. But what you can do is to allow yourself to explore what it is you do want crave or dream of Uh, I think there's another one in a different part of the book but like so allow yourself to see like what is it that I do want if I could change things if I could move if I could be in a different job or relationship whatever and then again you might not be able to have that right now but how can you make space to get closer to that in reality and also just in your feelings Because sure, like applying for the job, looking for the new homes are all things that get you closer to that. But they can also like leave you more like on edge and like hating your life right now. So what can you also do to grasp the feeling? Like I said, for me, it was like I wanted space. So it was getting outside on myself, which made me then be able have to start saying, hi, I'm going to go take a walk or we're in on the days that were my work days, taking time away from my work for even 20 minutes to go take a walk. So again, it might be then you're taking time away from something else or you have to make a request to do something like meaning like, hi, you need to watch the kids while I do this or whatever that is. But how can you allow yourself to get closer to that way that you want to feel from the thing that you do want to do? Or stop doing by making a little space for it in your day in a different way right now. And that'll hopefully support you and empower you to keep moving forward with those actual shifts you want to make in your life. I hope that supports you. Again, go to f for the shoulds, do the once.com, pre order the book, claim your bonuses if you haven't yet. And like I said, hit me up. I have one on one coaching available and I um, it's not just in the 42-day intensive way that I used to offer. I still do that, the Manager of Integrity, but I've also included some new ways. All right. I am sending you love and the reminder that to see everything in your life is your choice. Well, not everything. As soon as I said that, I was like, well, of course, everything can be subjective. But the things that you want to be like, ah, oh, I got to do this, hmm. This is my choice. Do I want to do this right now? Why? Or do I want to not do this and choose something else instead and then not feel bad about it? So there's a whole chapter about choice (laughs) in the book. Go get it. Thank you so much for your love and support. And again, tell your friends, put it as a mark to read on, um, want to read on Goodreads. Um, you matter. So yeah. Hey, I just ordered this book. I can't wait to get it. Or order a couple extra copies to give to your friends. Thank you so much. Claim your joy. Claim your life. It's happening right now and it's yours.